0: Gigantic broken silos welcome you at Kilembe Mines Limited in Kasese, Western Uganda, and they contain decades of shattered dreams. Once a thriving sector employing 5,000 people, it contributed 30% to the country's gross domestic product. Today, mining in general contributes 2.3%. Hello and welcome to our daily podcast around Uganda with me, Razia Athman. We are walking to the underground mines where, of course, ore is mined and which ore then we get uh, copper, cobalt and?
1: And, other small elements, there's some gold, but here our emphasis on copper and cobalt, there is lead, uh, there's manganese, but we don't recover them because it's not economical yet to recover those things. Okay. But it's economical to recover the copper and the cobalt plus the gold.
0: Engineer Fred Chakone is the chief executive officer of Kilembe Mines Limited. Engineer Fred here has been explaining a number of things, uh, the processes here, and We're going to show you with the videos. Of course, there's no lighting here. As you can see, we are under rocks. Some of these rocks are protected by what they call tampons, like balls that are holding uh, rocks together so that they don't uh, collapse. But he's been uh, explaining some of the important processes. And for the fact that uh, when the mining here stopped, when the activities here stopped, there was still, uh, you know, viable ore. So it's not like uh, there's no mineral here. There is mineral, but we don't know what is happening now and why we don't have uh, Uganda, or investors for that matter, uh, mining uh, ore from here. But let Engineer Fred explain to us uh, the room that we are seeing here. There are some little rooms here, and I will show you around. Uh, Behind us, there's a, a room. So you can go ahead and
1: explain. Okay, the rooms there are two type. There are around two or three reasons. The first room, like the one we have, uh, because the oil was finished. It was because um, the prices were low. He had to stop until and wait until the prices are back. Then he will continue with his plan. All we have waiting places that you need to wait if there is an activity along the line, you somewhere to be, to go and wait off. There is an emergency mm-hmm. people have collected there and you find them there to carry them out. Just
0: explain why the production stopped and whether or not we have oil in Uganda, okay. whether we have copper in Uganda.
1: The copper which was here, we had, actually as a rule in the mining industry, the geologists must be ahead of the mining engineers by one year's production, as a rule in this in the mining industry. Now, as a minimum, you must be ahead. The geologists must be ahead uh, of the engineers by one year. So in Iklembe, we had, um, by that time we stopped, we had 4,500 um, 4, million tons of copper ore proven. By the time we stopped.
0: Explain the new policy, world bank conditions, falling prices, and the rebel activity when the machines went silent completely.
1: Now, why we stop? When you look at the the curve, the prices, the industries, the mineral industries or the mining industries, the prices are cyclic. When there are certain activities which require uh, minerals or metals, the prices go up because of demand now when you have activities um there's peace for instance you don't need a lot of metals then the prices go down since
0: 1982 when mining stopped completely no developer has dug into the depths of these mines or blasted ore from the open cast except for a brief stint between 2013 and
1: 2018. so it happened that in those years by 1977 to 1980, the prices of copper were low. And yet, uh, for climate mines, which had started in 1950, that was the year for recapitalization. Recapitalization because um, the, the engineering life of a metal, of these metals, or plants we make, is around 20 years. So if you start in 1950, 56, uh, that's the first Copper turned going out. So, the machines they were using, their life had almost expired. Those were the 20 years. So, you needed to replace these machines. However, the price of copper by that time was low. If you check, you Google around, you'll see that that, that price was only $150 per ton. So, you wait until the prices have picked up and you continue.
0: The mining of ore at Kilembe Mines did not stop because there was no ore or because there was no copper. It was because of competence and because of fluctuating prices.
1: But in Kilembe's case, it was risky for you to sit down an industry which was bringing 30% of GDP. So the owners decided to sell to government. Okay? Okay. Uh, and the government agreed with the owners, they paid them off, and the government took over. But in that taking over, if professionals were thinking that you should wait, but these ones who are taking over thought that you should continue, then you have a mismatch. You'll be spending much more money than what you'll get. So eventually, by 1980, the company which was remitting money to the government coffers now was asking for money for for, from the government to put in and actually uh when it was given a vote it was now um getting from what for the from the government budget which was sad
0: that being said it's widely agreed that at kilembe mines copper ambitions rest on expertise and infrastructure I'm Razia Atman and that's our podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. For more of New Vision podcasts, you can always log on to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts.